0: Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla.
1: We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different.
0: So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff. Things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community.
1: Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week.
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different, and today we 've got uh, we 've got a day of celebration today yeah, well
1: it 's kind of a week of celebration really for us
0: it is a week of celebration. If this is your first time, uh, we are husband and wife we 've been married for
1: twenty one years twenty
0: one years <laughs>
1: why the hesitation there
0: i don 't know cause <laughs> I still can 't believe it 's been we said twenty for so long we said twenty for a year
1: yeah for a year <laughs> for a year You're right now we 've
0: been saying twenty one for just over a month yep um, but we we just have a passion for having transparent conversations. Uh, our podcast is one of those platforms that we use to communicate uh, with all of you, and uh, we're so grateful that you keep coming back every week. Every week, you keep coming back, and so we drop new episodes each Tuesday. And sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's just the two of us. Sometimes we talk about uh, what's going on in our world, and that is why uh, this week is—it's uh, one of those, one of those topics. Yes, uh, we are celebrating. Ready for this big number, Shayla? Thirteen years. Hmm. Of sobriety. And if you listen to our story, uh, the end of season one, episode 11 and 12, you heard how alcohol uh, almost, I'll say almost, because it didn't win, almost destroyed our marriage. And uh, we're just so passionate about helping people through addictions. And so that's what we're talking about today, because uh, here in just a few short days, it will be January 30th, and we are celebrating that Big 13.
1: Yes. January 30th is just such a. Um it's a monumental date in our calendar. We talk about sticky notes a Mm -hmm. lot in our podcast and Brian, that's a sticky note moment for me, um, January 30th. And I know it is for you. And and I just can't wait, um, today just to jump into, um, this story of, of addictions in our marriage. And like, I love how you said it. It almost won. Almost. It didn't. It Mm. was close. It was close, but it didn't win.
0: Yeah. The, we look back and we talk about we had an early podcast in season one reclaiming dates we talked about how do we reclaim dates from calendars because all of us live uh, with like you said those sticky note moments of of certain events in our life and uh, you know we have learned in our marriage to take days or dates that have extreme pain and reclaim those dates as days of celebration Mm. And so January 30th while 13 years ago it was a very painful day we reclaim the date as a day of celebration. So we're going to talk about uh, that today. Um, if you are new to the podcast, just welcome. Uh, so glad you found us, whether you found us through our Apple Podcast or Spotify or our website. Maybe a friend uh, sent you sent you this link uh, to our podcast. Um, I didn't talk to you about this before, Shayla. So here, <laughs> I love oh, when dear. I do this <laughs> and you give me the deer in the head. Oh, this is usually when you hit say hit the stop button. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want our listener to do today. Um, because we're, we're growing this podcast, but we need help. And so here's what I would love for every listener today. If you could share this podcast, like you don't have to share it on social media. You don't have to tag us, anything like that, but just, can we just get you to share it? Just copy the link out of Spotify or Apple podcast and just send a text to one person. If everybody did that and it doesn't have to be today's episode, it can be Last week, it can be our story from season one. But if everybody listening could just share it, and if you want to tag us, and I mean that's awesome. We'll repost it and all that. We we love when we get social media, uh, social media notifications. But if I'm just, I was this week. Shayla, as I was running, I was thinking about how do we grow the podcast, mm-hmm. and we have to do it through our people mm-hmm. through our community and and so there's our our big uh big question for you this week can do you mind sharing the podcast
1: yeah and it doesn't take long no right? i no. i mean it takes seconds
0: yeah we send text messages all the time to each other back and forth to people and you send links all the time so uh just today send send our podcast to somebody yeah one person and just to encourage them and uh, that would help us tremendously um, you if you have not left a review go ahead and leave that review while you're while you're grabbing that link to the, <laughs> the podcast in
1: le- five stars. Yeah,
0: leave that review and that rating. That helps us as well and we love we love reading the reviews, so keep those coming. Um but yeah, we just we're so grateful for uh we've had a lot of fun with the podcast. And uh We've grown a lot. We have we yeah. got I think we've gotten better at it. I don't know. That's up <laughs> to you, the listener to, to decide. Uh we've definitely have enjoyed doing it together. So Oh uh, yeah, there we go. All right, there was my little plug for uh, for some help. Did
1: you have something for me to do? You said that deer in the headlight look. That well, I because had. when I
0: said I, I have something for the listener to do, you looked oh. at me like we I didn't thought, talk about this before. Oh,
1: I thought you had something for me to do. So, Whew.
0: yeah, you get to run the podcast the rest of the time. I don't know. One of these one of these times, you are going to to welcome people to the podcast. Almost got you to do it today. Almost. Maybe next but, week.
1: But but you're just so good at it. It's so natural <laughs> for you. I mean. <laughs> why
0: people love you shayla why mess it up because you people love you they want to hear more of you Mm -hmm. so so you are one of these days you will surprise people a couple of you listeners out there know exactly who you are if you just (laughs) send her a text and be like hey shayla you should really do the welcome
1: do not do that (laughs) because i know those listeners those are the listeners that every tuesday morning it's like hello where is the podcast and I'll say it is coming. It's still Tuesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do have a streak going, so we will continue that. Uh, anything else going on? Do we just jump right in, or anything else going on in your life this last week?
1: No, I. I mean, I think um, I'm trying to even think. Feels very uneventful. We're healthy. We've yeah. remained healthy. Um,
0: we did talk about that late last week. That the weeks that are not that there's no major event are actually the. I think I, I love those weeks yeah that you're like oh my goodness this happened when it's just kind of a boring normal week those are the best those are the best the yeah. best weeks yeah
1: but yeah i don't have anything um really earth shattering that is, is going on in, in our life
0: i have something what the chiefs are back in the super bowl
1: oh jeez, yes good chiefs
0: Woo. we are baseball fans we're ready for baseball to start Yeah,
1: bring on baseball Royals. But it will
0: be fun To watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I uh, have a bunch of friends and coworkers that live in the Tampa Bay area, so we need to get like some, like barbecue versus. I don't even know what Tampa Bay's famous for. Food, probably some sort of seafood, which you would not enjoy. Gross. (laughs) You'll keep the Kansas City barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) No reason for uh, oysters or. Ew. uh, Sorry.
1: Nasty. All
0: right, that's enough of that. You guys didn't uh, didn't hop on today to listen to us talk about food back and forth that we don't yeah. like all right bray Thirteen, right, 13 years, years. Ago. before we talk about 13 years ago i want to talk about that first drink because there's no last drink without a first drink yeah. and so as we talk through today shale i would really want to encourage the listener that in our story alcohol was the addiction but when we talk about alcohol or beer or drinks or whatever it might be when we when we say that today if if your addiction or somebody you know if their addiction is pornography or maybe it's uh, drugs or smoking or chewing tobacco or whatever it might be
1: fill in the blank fill in the right. blank like, yeah.
0: yeah the 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 addiction the the mindset of somebody who is an addict is the, is the same and the impact of an addiction is the same regardless of what that addiction is and 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 we'll talk about it. addiction doesn't have to be a negative thing to your a negative health thing either Yeah I mean it can be A work addiction It can be uh, an, uh, A work a workout addiction I mean th- there's so many Different things that That fall into the addict The addicts In the addict space So
1: Did you just say Addict space I like addict. it so, oh. Addict <laughs> <laughs> I like that you, Yeah I, As soon as I I was like
0: <laughs> It was halfway out of my brain I'm like oh Shayla's gonna i to jump all over that you one to spell it and, a d d i c t i don't even know if i spelled that right (laughs) (laughs) i know it's not a t t i c (laughs) oh see we have a lot of fun on this podcast that's that's why you keep coming back Mm uh so yeah let's when we talk through uh in our story it's it's alcohol In your story it could be something else and and as we talk through the first drink i think back to my my growing up and and my story is a little bit different i I say different than a lot of people growing up in my small town. The high school thing of going out and partying and drinking like that just wasn't me. I I was a rule follower, so I didn't do it. And played high school basketball, and not the most athletic person in the world. And I always thought that if I if I did all those things, then it would put me that far behind other people competing to to make the varsity. And went on to play college basketball and all that stuff, but. So I just never I never did that. I was I was around that crowd in high school, but I didn't drink in high school and didn't drink through college either until I was 21. Uh part of our story, Shayla, we met at a Christian college. Uh I went there to play basketball, not to for the any sort of Christian foundation, but uh part of the rules at that that college uh, one of those rules was not to drink. You would sign a covenant that you won't you won't drink alcohol, you won't smoke, chew, you know, do all those things that
1: a Christian college. Yeah. Has, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I was 21. It was my junior year. I made the decision not to play basketball my senior year. Just, I was done playing. I was ready to graduate. And I remember sitting in our dorm room, and, and a friend said, Hey, we're going to the lake tonight. Do you want to go? And I was like, Yeah, let's go. And, and he's like, uh, They got a beer out of the fridge. And I was like, Hey, hand me one of those. And they kind of looked at me like, Wait, you don't drink? And I said, I, I'm going to try one. And I remember it was a Coors Light bottle, and I never would have imagined that that first drink would have re- would have ended in a ten year addiction. Mm. You, you never start with that first one going. I'm drinking this one because I want to become an alcoholic. Yeah. And you know, looking back, if some if the older me would have said, "Hey, Brian, don't drink it," because this is the heartache you're going to go through, and the and the heartache you're going to I mean, you and I hadn't even met yet, so it wasn't even, I mean, there, there's so many different things as you look back at that domino effect of that first drink, and and that began a 10-year addiction, and we'll talk about it today, but it ended on January 30th of 2008, where we were on uh, a K-Love cruise, K-Love is a Christian radio station that uh, is syndicated all throughout the country, and we were on a cruise ship, we went on a snorkeling adventure, and there there was an open bar. And uh, we were drinking margaritas, and and if you remember, Shayla, I was I was the one going to get the drinks mm-hmm. because there was a there was a waiter walking around our our snorkeling, our catamaran boat, and he was taking orders, and I knew that you were counting drinks when he would come around, so I volunteered, just with my hands held high, I'll go volunteer and go to the bar and get a drink. So what, what happened? I would take a shot of tequila, I would I would drink a beer, within. Less than a minute, and then I would grab two margaritas and bring them back to us and so every time you thought we were having one drink, really, I was having a shot, a beer, and that drink, yeah, and it it got ugly pretty quick
1: well Brian, I, I just want to um to hop in here and, and for our listener who like if you heard our story at the end of season one, um, you know that our you know our marriage was over, and we were in the season. During this time of this cruise of repairing our our marriage, right, we mm-hmm. were working on restoring what was broken, yeah. and w- we had made a decision to put boundaries around drinking um it wasn't at this time, you know, leading up to January thirtieth, two thousand and eight it wasn't you cannot drink brian it was we had made a decision as a husband and wife, like we will drink together and you know in moderation in moderation N- we were never you know going to get drunk but it was going to be you know limited nothing stupid and um and here we are in the middle of the ocean um
0: with 50 other christians on this
1: catamaran boat snorkeling yeah. trip so again you know for our listener we you know we had already i wanted to say we, we started to talk about the issue of drinking in our marriage um and here we are.
0: And and we were, yeah, we were on the same page. Yeah. Like we, we were, we were in agreement. So, Hey, yeah, drinking had been unhealthy for us. Yes. Uh, we, and this is are we are 14 months out of yuck. Uh, yeah. Out of coming back together. Uh, I had stepped out on a marriage. We, we had reconciled, we had forgiveness had taken place. We had restored what was broken trust. We were building trust. Yeah. We, we, we were, we were putting block upon upon block, upon block rebuilding the foundation of trust that was broken. Here we are 14 months after all of that. Again, on the same page. Hey, let's go snorkeling. We're going to have a couple of drinks. We even had a couple of drinks the day before and everything yeah. was fine.
1: But but for some reason on this catamaran boat, a snorkeling excursion, um it just things got out of hand. It was
0: yeah, it was different. It was I always say that I let the enemy creep back in, mm-hmm. that I let my guard down and and that's really what happened. And one drink led to, I just couldn't get enough. And again, again, that's that mindset of an addict, but I couldn't get enough.
1: And the fact too, you know, and I think, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this, um, either this week or we're going to continue this topic next week, you know, an addict hides behind things, right? And, and to know that you were hiding from me while you were taking a shot chugging a beer and then bringing back a margarita again, you were, you know, you were hiding it.
0: Yeah. Hiding it to where you were 30 feet away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and But it didn't take long before I realized I'm drinking the same amount as you are and yeah, you, yeah, I'm not getting stupid. You are, yeah. I'm not. And yeah. I, it didn't take, it didn't take me long, especially, you know, coming out of a season of being wounded mm-hmm. by alcohol to realize what was happening.
0: Yeah, we got back. So things got ugly really quick. We got back uh, from our excursion and and trying to get back onto the cruise ship, the big ship. And I remember just seeing the pain and the hurt in your eyes. Of I can't believe you're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was the emotion. And as you think, as we as you think back to that 13 years ago, what were your thoughts? Did you, like, you know, for the listener going? And we'll, again, we're going to continue the conversation next week. What's it like to live with an addict? But in that moment. What, what, what was going on?
1: You know, I think it, it, it goes hand in hand with, with my, uh, you know, how we were restoring our marriage. Right. And, um, Satan feeding me lies of Brian will never change. You know, um, the world telling me you're better off without Brian. Um, the world telling me divorce is your best option. Um, Again it was a spiritual battle going on, right? And and I remember standing in line to get onto the cruise ship. Um well, first, first and foremost, I, I hoped that you wouldn't get on the ship. I was like, We're we're leaving you in Mexico. <laughs> I I don't I don't I did not want to be with you. Um and, and the second feeling that I had was just extreme disappointment and heartbreak. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I, I'll ask the question since the listener can't, were you angry? Absolutely. Or more disappointed? Cause I,
1: I think I was more angry. Really? I mean, it goes hand in hand, right? Because well, yeah, but
0: they're, but they're two different emotions too. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, w- I was angry because like we were in this situation again, you know, like, and, and trust that
0: almost like, come on, I, th- I thought I knew better or I thought, yeah, like you, you felt you were a fool.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Like, you know, again, the world told me, you he'll know, do it, he'll do it, again. he'll do it again. And, you know, for, for what was it? 14 months, things were good. You know, we had put boundaries around it and, and here it was, it was just like the betrayal again.
0: And I, I'll tell you, you know, we can think back 13 years like it was yesterday. Oh yeah. But I can't tell you one moment in those 14 months of us drinking. I, I know he did, mm-hmm. but there was... There was never a time where, where it became an issue.
1: No, because again, we were we, living we were, within the boundaries yeah. and we, we were open. We had, you know,
0: I wasn't drinking when I was traveling. Tra- yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean,
1: the only time we were drinking was when it was, when we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we had some friends over, we would still drink, but it would be again, a very controlled situation. Yeah. Um, but, but Brian, I do remember just thinking, um, I'm stuck on a boat with you. And I, like... If, if I could have snapped my fingers or clicked my heels... And went back home, I, I would have. And, and just kept running. Um, again, the, the pain, right? All of the buckets of emotion that... You know, I, <laughs> I had been dealing with in counseling. I mean, all of those things that I had worked on for myself in healing our, our marriage, um, everything just came back. Yeah. And, um, and I remember thinking at that moment, and we'll talk about this, uh, more in next week's, um, episode that I felt sorry for you, you know, and, and I, and I just thought he,
0: he just can't beat this. He just
1: can't beat it. and, you know, how devastating for you. And I i mean, again, I had lots of emotions. I was angry. I was disappointed. I was frustrated. But, you know, I, I did. I felt sorry for you. Um, how quickly things escalated, how drunk you became. Um, and really how you kind of ruined our, our, it was the, the last night, right? Of our, or second, second to last.
0: Second to last night.
1: Of, of our cruise. This, this amazing vacation that we were taking And I'm thinking you you ruined it. You ruined it for both of us. And um, I think those were the emotions. And I'm going to flip the question to you, Brian. During this time that you are drinking, what's going through your mind? Are you thinking, I can hide it? I can control it? Like, what, what are you thinking? Because, you know, my perspective of it was Brian is way more drunk than he should be because we're drinking the same amount and it didn't take long for me to realize what you were doing. What was going through your mind?
0: When, when we started, well, before we even went on the trip on the snorkeling excursion, I had, when I booked it, I saw that there was an open bar and I thought, oh, surely people won't be drinking that much because it's again, in that Christian in that Christian box of, okay, do Christians drink, do they not drink?" So I wasn't really sure because we were I was new to this whole Christian thing, you know 14 months into it, and I wasn't really sure what to expect, and, and when the bar when it was an open bar and all included, I, I couldn't get enough. Okay. And again, it was it was back to it was back to not having control in the situation. And as I would drink more, I wanted more. And that's exactly what a substance does to an addict. When you have a little bit, you want a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And when you have a little bit more, you want a little bit more. And before you know it, it's out of control.
1: Yeah, you've lost control. Lost,
0: yeah. And, and I will say I lost control when I said when I decided to take the first drink that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's when I lost control because I thought I could control it. Mm-hmm. And the more I drank, the more I couldn't. Yeah, And I remember feeling sadness too, you know, as, as a, as an alcoholic, somebody who, uh, you know, had years of trying to think straight, even when, while intoxicated, I remember thinking I'm, I'm extremely drunk and I'm extremely disappointed,
1: hmm.
0: extreme, extreme sadness. And to see the pain in your eyes again, it was, it was heartbreaking and it was like, I messed up again. And as we waited on that cruise ship, we we got back to our cruise. or got back into our room. There was one concert that night, and we were looking forward to it all week. It was Jeremy Riddle, and you said I'm not going with you. Were, you were so. I think at that point you were just you were still angry, disappointed. You just said I can't go, and so I went by myself. And I remember leaned up against a, a pillar in that it was a small bar area that that he was singing in. I leaned up against it because the boat was moving so much and. I was extremely extremely drunk. I didn't want to fall over. And I just, I just remember crying out to God of, you know, God, you you've got to take this from me. And Jeremy Riddle was singing a song called Sweetly Broken and uh, we'll put the we'll put that song uh in the show notes. Uh but in that in that song in the in the chorus it says at the cross you beckon me, you draw me gently to my knees. I'm lost for words, so lost in love. I'm sweetly broken, wholly surrendered, and it was in that moment, Shayla, that I I heard the Holy Spirit again, in in where it says at the cross you beckon me, and I, I heard God's voice, and He said, Brian, you gave your life to me, 14 months ago, and I'm I'm so thankful for that. I'm so grateful that you did that, but you didn't give me your addiction, and I remember Him, God, just saying, leave your addiction at the foot of the cross. And I will bear that addiction for you. Mm-hmm. And I just opened my hands and I and and I said, "Okay, God, I can't do this on my own. Like you, you have to take this from me. And and I'll put this at the foot of the cross. And and I put a stake in the ground and I said, I'm inviting you into this addiction. And and that was the last drink. I mean, that that was 13 years ago. Huh. And I remember coming back to the to the room and telling you, mm-hmm. and you were just like whatever Whatever.
1: yeah like don't don't talk to me yeah I mean I'm, I'm completely <laughs> drunk
0: you know I'm like had this moment an hour before and you know by this time I'd sobered up a little bit and I said I you know invited I invited Jesus into this and I hadn't sur- sur- surrendered this addiction before and I don't know what it's gonna look like but I, I feel like you know I mean at that point you can't really say like I feel like I'm healed because it's yeah it's been an hour yeah but there was something different for me that time
1: yeah, I do I mean now that we're just we're talking about this and and I do remember I was laying in bed cuz it was you know was, late at yeah, night. Late. Um and I remember you you came in and you said um you you got down on on your knees on the side of the bed and you said I I'm sorry and and you told me I I I'm done. Fighting this alone. And, and and I remember you said, like, I've invited Jesus into this addiction, Shayla. And, and I remember you saying, I, I need your help, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for the listener out there, there was a lot of hurt. And I didn't want to help you. I I mean I didn't even, I mean I I I thought I've already been helping you. You know, we we've already put boundaries around this. Um
0: Well it you were we've been down that road. Like yeah. been there, done that.
1: Don't like, want to go again. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I mean I think that's probably where I felt with that, you know. Um I I I was not driven by alcohol. Um And, and it, I would
0: say it was hard for you it's it's still hard for you to understand. Yes. Very hard.
1: Be, because before before all of this, you know, I could go to dinner with my girlfriends and have a glass of wine, and come home. You know, where you would go to a Royals game and not even know how you got home. You know, completely yeah, different. D-
0: completely different. And we could, go, but we could even go out together with friends. The same opportunity to have drinks, and again, you could have a couple. And, and, we'd be be, done. and we'd be there for six hours and I, yeah. I, I couldn't get enough Yeah, in the same exact same environment. So it's, it's a completely different mindset between an addict and somebody who's not an addict.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, and I think, I mean, I think next week is going to be good. You know, we're going to talk about <laughs> what is it like living with an addict, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily my perspective of it, um, but both of our perspectives, Right. Yeah. I mean, you lived with yourself. Yeah. Um, but Brian, I remember coming home from that cruise and you know, it had been one, it was like one week and there was no alcohol in the house. And then there was two weeks and no alcohol in the house and maybe the third week I don't remember right, but I mean, we went out with some friends and you had water and I remember thinking for Brian, this is like walking as a toddler, right? You have to put one foot Mm -hmm. in front of the other and it's, you're you're unsteady, you're unstable. Um, you're one step from slipping, right? And falling. Yeah. Um. But again, it was like one month. And I think secretly for both of us, we were both looking at the days on the calendar, right? Like, okay, it's been a month.
0: Yeah, calendars are, they're, they're, those are milestone dates. It's sense of accomplishment.
1: But man, I mean, I'll be honest. It was like, okay, when when is it going to happen again? And I can tell you today, Brian, it's been 13 years and I... I don't wonder when it's going to happen again. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about that more next week in you the gotta, podcast. You got a list
0: of going for next week. We it to make sure we <laughs> talk about all these things. H- here's the thing, and I, I want to talk very specifically about alcohol. Again, we talk about addict, an addiction to anything, but the the alcohol addiction, the alcohol. the idea of alcohol in our society is disgusting and, and this isn't a podcast of can you drink can't you drink should you drink shouldn't you drink like that's for you to decide but i will tell you this alcohol is the silent drug it is the the substance that you can buy almost anywhere in the country within five minutes of where you are. Mm-hmm. Sure, if you're out in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, <laughs> on a farm, maybe it's going to take you 30 minutes to get to town. But for the most of, pe- most of the people in the, in, in the United States, you can buy alcohol within a 10 or 15 minute drive tops. Yeah. Gas stations, grocery stores, liquor stores. I mean, you name it. And then you can hop in your car. You can drink as much as you want, hop in your car, drive anywhere you want. And it's acceptable. Like you have a four year old birthday party and people bring a 12 pack to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, we're throwing a barbecue for my kids. It's a four year old birthday and there's going to be a keg there. Like, well, do the four year olds need a keg there? Like, yeah, again, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, we're not bashing anybody for your lifestyle or I mean, but I, but I will tell you, but we will say this alcohol is destroying marriages every single every day. day,
1: every day. And because there are, there are people, men and women, husbands and wives that are drinking alcohol to cover up pain. Something. Something.
0: And and because it's so acceptable and because we have this image of an alcoholic is the guy who lives under the bridge drinking out of a paper bag. Yeah. I was the 29 year old, had it all put together, great paying job, living in a cul-de-sac with two brand new cars in the driveway, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different image than the guy living under a bridge drinking out of a paper bag. Yeah, and I, and that's the, and that's where we want to leave you with something today. If you are somebody who's battling an addiction, an alcohol addiction, a drug addiction, a pornography addiction, you have to acknowledge first that there's an issue. Yeah, you can't you can't just say, well, everybody's doing it. I can't imagine not doing it because I would lose my friends. I would lose whatever it might be, the fear of letting that go. And these are things that I've battled with for years of, well, if I don't drink, how am I going to fit in?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, you you want to be accepted. We all want to be accepted. Well, yeah.
0: Work, friends, yeah. neighbors. I mean, I mean to this day, if we get together with our neighbors in our cul-de-sac, you and I are the only ones not drinking. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. but. Thir- 14 years ago, I always thought it was a big deal. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, what are they going to think of us? Well, now it's like somebody says, well, you don't drink? I'll say, nope, been sober for 13 years. Like, oh my goodness, that is awesome. My my dad was an alcoholic or mm-hmm. my, na- my my co-worker's an alcoholic. Or sometimes people come back to us and say, hey, you mentioned you don't drink. I've been dealing with I've been struggling with that. Yeah. Can you help me? And uh, you just never know how much it can impact somebody else to your own story. But again, back to... You know, back to that addiction with alcohol where it's so socially acceptable uh, whatever you're going through you have to acknowledge that there's a problem first and admit I think there's a difference between acknowledging something and admitting something because mm-hmm. if you acknowledge something like you know, let's, okay let's talk about the Chiefs right back to football you can acknowledge like oh the, the, the Chief like let's say you're a Broncos fan
1: Yay! Go Broncos.
0: Broncos are not Woo. very good. It's easier for you to acknowledge the Bron- the Chiefs are better than the Broncos, but you yeah, have, but but now it's like okay, Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. You have to
1: I'm not. I'm just not jumping on the Chiefs bandwagon no, because they're going to the Super but, but Bowl. But, but, you
0: but, you have, <laughs> but you have to admit it now. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. they're better.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're look at the records. <laughs> yeah. Admit it. <laughs> yeah. Admit it.
0: You. But before you're like, I'll oh, acknowledge like Mahomes, Chiefs. Yeah, they're okay. They're decent. Well there's a difference between acknowledging something and admitting something. Yeah. And for the addict, you've got to acknowledge it, but then you like, I would have told you, ah, I probably got a drinking problem. Not that big a deal. Not hurting anybody, but it wasn't until I admitted it was me almost mm-hmm. like looking in a mirror.
1: Yeah. Well, and Brian too, I think, you know, admitting it is admit it to a close friend, admit it to your spouse, you know, don't just keep it internally. Right. Yeah, Cause you need that accountability. You need the accountability because, um, Brian, you could probably <laughs> talk more about this, but I would have to assume that living um, with an addiction and having accountability is is crucial right um, and I was your accountability partner in that
0: yeah and, and you were the only one mm-hmm. and i would I would challenge the listener to find more than one. You need to find somebody who will support you and not not. Enable you. Mm-hmm. you. You don't need Ooh, your. Say ac- that again. You need somebody to support you, not enable you. You don't need an accountability partner to be your guy who you used to play pool with at the at the pool alley, right? You don't yeah. need your your accountability partner to be the guy who's still out drinking. Yep. You don't need your accountability partner to be the guy who still looks at porn. Yeah. You need somebody who will fight for you and say, "No, that's not that behavior is not acceptable." I love you and I'm going to help you through this. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing you get, you got to have somebody that can walk through it with you.
1: And I think that's key too, Brian. Um, you know, I love that that you said that for our listener because it would be very easy to um admit it to yourself. You know, that, that silent, yeah. okay, I've got a problem. I'm going to try to fight this on yeah, my own. On my own. I'm, you know what? Tomorrow's the day. And then if you're, if you don't have accountability, tomorrow comes and goes and you're like, okay, next week. Right. Um, and, and now you're six months deeper into your addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I love how you said an accountability partner. That's not, not in the same boat as you are in.
0: It just doesn't have a quote unquote problem,
1: a problem. Right. Um, because you could have very easily said, all right, Shayla, you know, Hey, my buddies, you know, they're going to hold me accountable and
0: they're going to make sure I don't drink when they are.
1: Yeah. I mean, and again, Brian, you, you had to make some hard choices too, of, of removing yourself from situations at the very beginning of all of this. Right. Correct.
0: I, I wasn't, you and I weren't going to a bar sitting at the bar for four hours to have dinner. Yeah. You know, if we went to a restaurant, we would make sure that we're sitting away from the bar um, we didn't have people over that had alcohol we weren't going to parties that there was alcohol initially initially just, yeah. just because and, and I wasn't the alcoholic that had to drink every day and I think that's another that's another um, another reality that people don't want to face either like they think an alcoholic has to drink every day
1: or is drunk every day or is yeah. drunk every day yeah.
0: That's not the case. Like alcoholics, addicts look different for everybody. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I didn't have to drink every day, but when there was alcohol around, I couldn't get enough. Yeah, and I and I was masking pain, masking things that at the time didn't really really understand that I was masking. But so again, if you are somebody that maybe you don't have to do it every day, but you're thinking, I really don't have it. I'm not really an addict because I don't do it every day because I had people tell me when I would tell like, Hey, I don't, I'm not, I don't drink anymore. Like, Why not? You, you don't have a problem. Mm. And
1: don't you love it when they gave you advice? On my, <laughs> how
0: my mind operates. Yeah. Nobody knows what you're going through except you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you might deep inside be going, you know what, what Brian and Shayla are talking about. That's me. Yeah. I, I do have a problem and I do want help. And, and maybe you don't know what to do. Reach out to us. We want to help you. And here's what I'll tell the, the listener, the addict. And next week we're going to talk about, again, what's it like living with an addict. And, and I'll go into more detail next week, living with myself. But if you are somebody today and you say, I want to stop this addiction. First of all, I would, I would back to, I will, I will ask you to acknowledge it and admit it and then find that accountability partner. But I would also invite you and ask you to ask Jesus for help. Pray about it. Invite the gospel of Jesus Christ into your addiction. Because here's the thing about the gospel: Jesus didn't go to the cross, didn't get buried, and didn't 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 uh, raise to life three days later just for you to say a prayer and, and go on with your life, struggling going through struggles. He did all of that to help you every day of the, every every moment, every day of your life. And when we invite the gospel into something, then that same power that lived that lives in Jesus, that, that, that uh, allowed Jesus to, to, to conquer the grave, lives inside of us. Mm. And when that same power that lives in Jesus lives in us, then we can overcome that addiction. We can become more than conquerors. And, and that would be my challenge, is just invite Jesus into that. And I remember just that moment of inviting in this, this sense of relief. Like what a better accountability partner than the God of the universe. The one who created us. Mm-hmm. The one who loved me through the addiction. And then just start breaking the days down. Break it down minute by minute if you have to. Yeah. Don't get caught up in, oh my goodness, Brian and Shayla, they've been sober. You know, he's been sober 13 years. I would never be sober 13 years. Well, don't worry about 13 years. You might need to worry about 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. You might need to worry about a minute. Okay, God, please help me to not drink in the next 60 seconds. That's it.
1: Yeah. When the temptation is there
0: in this moment, God, take this from me. Yeah. And then work up to an hour. Okay. God, help me not drink the next hour. And then get to the point where God help me not drink today. And don't worry about tomorrow. You can worry about tomorrow when tomorrow gets here. Worry about today in the moment. Worry about the hour in the moment. Worry about the minute in the moment. And Shayla, that's what, what happens to somebody in the middle of an addiction. They get so overwhelmed with big picture, like there's no way I could ever be sober for the rest of my life. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is, yeah. right? When you're faced with an addiction, you're, you're going, okay, I'm either going to continue to do this forever or I have to stop it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, when I was, uh, what was I, 31 years old and almost 31, Thinking, I'm not going to drink the rest of my life for the next fifty plus years. Mm-hmm. That would have been a daunting task. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, you would have given up. <laughs> well, because all I,
0: all I had known is drinking for ten years. Yeah. But when I when I went, okay, I'm just not going to drink today. And a day turns into a week, and a week turns into a month, and a month turns into six months, and six months turns into a year, and a year turns into five, and five years turns into ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can look back now and go thirteen. 13 years
1: incredible years right and i think and i think the cool thing is brian our kids will never know you as the brian that had an addiction right and and i think that's only the power of jesus
0: it is, because I tried.
1: You tried. You tried on your own.
0: I tried. And here, the the emotion is this. There are people listening right now that think they can't get out. And there are people listening right now that go, what's the big deal? It's just alcohol. It's just a beer with my buddies. It's just wine with my, my girlfriends. It's just a mixed drink on the back deck watching the sunset. a big deal because it's destroying you. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you live in a cul-de-sac or if you live under a bridge. Alcoholism doesn't play favorites.
1: No addiction does, right?
0: No addiction does. And and the whole point of our podcast is to encourage other people to live different. Mm -hmm. Be different, whatever that might look like. And you know what, Shayla? Our marriage is different than our neighbors because our recycle bin's not full of alcohol on a Wednesday. And that doesn't make us better or worse than them. or That's not judgmental. But the reality is our, it's different because we, I made a decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll tell you this, do I miss it? No. Do I miss? Do I miss drinking a beer, watching the Royals game? I don't know. I I used to say yes, but I don't even think I do. I I don't miss the heartache. I'll tell you that much. I was
1: gonna say, I think I think the um, the cultural piece to it, right? Um, of of having a beer while grilling, watching the Royals game, like that can be missed, right? But it's not worth the heartache.
0: Don't. No. At all and for, like for you, either of us, no, and like you said, the our kids Addie and Kason will never know their dad as an alcoholic. No, and to see the, the joy and the peace in your eyes, to know when I in a non COVID year, there we go. We, I thought we could go podcast without <laughs> saying the word COVID, we didn't make it. But if I traveled for work, and I and I know, I, I mean, I don't know, you, you can talk about it next week, but. When I leave on an airplane to go travel, you don't worry anymore. Yeah. Or when I'm gone for an evening with friends, or you don't worry anymore. Yeah. And there's peace in that.
1: There is peace in that. Great peace.
0: And and so as we wrap up today, we hope we hope this encourage we hope it encouraged you, but we also don't want you to think like, oh, that's just Brian and Shayla's story. Because if you are struggling with an with an addiction today can be your day Mm -hmm. today can be the day that you say this is the last day that i'm clicking on that website again today's the last day that i'm going to scroll through those images on my phone today's the last day that i'm going to go to the cabinet and and make that mixed drink today's the last day i'm going to go buy those drugs from my dealer today's the last day that i'm going to smoke that cigarette or or uh you know, put that dip in or vape that e-cigarette. I mean, wh- whatever it is, yeah. like, let today be the day. And if you need help through that, we've got some resources for you. Uh, there's a, a great ministry called Hope is Alive out of Oklahoma. They're a great resource. Um, if you have questions about any of that, email us, uh, info at anguishhearts.com or send us a direct message on social media. We just want to walk through this with you. And we always say that our ministry is not a marriage ministry, and it—it's not. I mean, it, we talk a lot about marriages, but what it is is a, a ministry to help people going through some really dark times. Yeah. And we know that an addiction is some of the darkest days you'll ever battle. Yep. Yeah. But there's light.
1: And there's hope. There's hope, you know. And, and there's and, celebration. And Brent, I think you know. To, I want to say. I want to leave one last thing for our listeners. Um, we talked about accountability, right? Um, I'm going to challenge the listener who is, is in an addiction. Okay. An addiction is anything that is driving them, their behavior, their behavior, right? Um, find an army, you know, (laughs) find an army of people that are going to go to battle with you. Um, I have a good friend that, um, she, she battled an addiction and she's an overcomer and she would send me a text. It's been 30 days. It's been 60 days. I'm 120 days clean Mm. and I got to celebrate with her those victories And so find the army that will go to battle with you to help encourage you, keep you accountable, um, because you cannot do it alone, right?
0: We're telling you because we tried. We, I, I tried. Yeah. I, would, I would go weeks, sometimes months without drinking, and I always went back.
1: And made up yep. for the weeks and months. Right. Yeah. So so that's what I'm going to leave um, you as a listener with, is who's your army? And if you don't have an army, like Brian just said, reach out to us. We will go to battle with you. Um, because, again, Satan wants you to be alone. He wants to um, just fill your mind with junk. That you can't do this. That you're not an overcomer. That you're weak. And it's okay if you have one. Or it's okay if you peak. Yeah. Or it's okay if you do this. Um, yeah, you
0: you can have just one. You can just one hit. Just one. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, you you can handle just a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's good.
1: So we're here for you. Um. And again, if if you listen to this podcast and you're like, you know, hey, I don't. I don't really have an addiction, share this podcast because I guarantee you if you listen to this and you say, Hey, you know, I don't, I don't battle with an addiction, but I do know somebody who does. We all know somebody who does.
0: And if you don't know someone who does, you just don't know. Yeah. And that's not your fault, but they are hiding it. They're hiding it. Yeah. Most of us have somebody in our circle of friends and influence that are battling an addiction of some sort thank you guys so much we believe in you for that addict out there we believe in you yes we know that you can do this you are an overcomer you are more than a conqueror I believe in you Shayla believes in you but more importantly Jesus believes in you invite him into your addiction and let him bear the weight that is crushing you Mm. because his shoulders are wide he's strong and he will breathe new life into your lungs I promise you because this week we celebrate 13 years of sobriety. Shayla, thank you so much for believing in us, fighting for us, and fighting for my addiction, and helping me overcome it. It means the world to me. Generations are changed because we made the decision 13 years ago to leave the addiction at the cross. Thank you for our community for being part of our podcast. Make sure you join us next week because we're going to talk about what it's like to live with an addict. Shayla's going to share some uh, some great stuff and tips, and I'll share what that mindset was like living as an addict. Mm-hmm. Today we celebrate. Thanks for celebrating with us. Don't forget to be different this week, and we'll catch you later.